And we are back on Professional Wrestling, the podcast, the most serious wrestling podcast on the planet with Jean-Pierre Alcuri, Jonathan Eha Cohen, JP. I'm loving that Orange Cassidy shirt, man. Freshly squeezed orange is your color. Thank you so much, buddy. I love this shirt. It's probably one of my favorite merch items that I have. Whatever. So... That being said, as promised from last week, we got to talk about CM Punk. Chick Magnet Punk is back in WWE, and it's time to talk about some dream bookings for our man CM Punk. Absolutely. You know, lots lots of uh, opportunities come to mind. Speaking of opportunities, I don't know if you're aware of this, JP, but I actually wrote a book. What? Not only did I write a book, it is in pre-launch. It is available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and it will be in stores on January 18th. But you can order your copy now. And here it is. Beautiful. It goes with this orange shirt. I told them I want the Orange Cassidy orange in the number six, please. And they, they, they did a good job. They did a fantastic job. Tell us a little about this book. Well, it's 400 pages of goodness almost. I think it's like 370 or so. And this is called The Six Commandments of the Chosen Life, the Bible 3.0. And in this book, I basically built a lifestyle guidebook, teaching people life systems, how the body, mind, and soul work together, and how you can create the best you and live the best life possible. I love it, buddy. I can't wait to get my hands on it. How can I get a hold of it? Well, this is the thing. I'm learning these as we go along. So first of all, pre-launching is really important. So Becky Lynch, or Rebecca Quinn, as she <laughs> likes to be called, when she wrote her book, it's in pre-launch for five months. You can pre-order this thing for five months till it's in wow. stores. I'm not going to make people wait that long. Only two months. You order it during the holiday season. You pre-order it. January 18th comes, it goes in the mail, you go to the bookstore, it's going to be in physical form, ebook, audiobook. But when you're the author, they send you what's called a proof. So this is one of only four copies of this book in the world right wow. now. So I put it in the Money of the Bank briefcase and I got to carry it everywhere <laughs> when I got to cash it in. So there it is. It's in book form. It's live. It's real. Uh, it's my life work into it. So uh, please go to Amazon. Type in the Bible 3.0, Jonathan the Cohen, get yourself a copy. And if you meet me on the street, I will sign it for you. And I'll even personalize it for free. Amazing. You got that guarantee. I'm going to hop online right after this and order myself a copy. Good man. In the meantime, I know you're ordering a CM Punk t-shirt because CM Punk (laughs) is the talk of wrestling and... You know, you got Drew McIntyre storming out of Survivor Series and you have Seth Rollins showing fingers and getting all upset. JP, is this all a work or are these guys really upset with him showing up? Well, I was upset with him showing up, but getting back to these guys, let's see. So I would probably say it was a work. Seth is a genius, huge fan of him. He knows how to already set up a storyline for him and Punk's return. He's been hinting at it for months through interviews, through podcasts, 
all types of things. Seth, if you're watching, we'd love to have you on as well. If, um, if we can make the time for you, we'll try our best, but no promises. <laughs> I'll put out the merch. And uh, for for him, he, he's he's been hinting at it, that he's not a, a, a fan of punk. And now when the man was standing maybe 70, 80 feet away from him, he let him know how he felt. And he's setting up a beautiful storyline for that. I'm going to reenact for you now my reaction when the music played and I saw the back of his head and then he started to walk out. You ready? <laughs> that was me for about five minutes. I was just so captivated. I'm like, you know, you dream of something and you're thinking they're not paying attention to you whatsoever. And there's no way they're going to bring him back. They're going to be stubborn. And Triple H, you've been listening. You're you're reading in, you're reading in the uh, chat rooms, and you delivered. So I was beyond yep. thrilled. I said, "This is going to say WWE." I got so many plans for him. You were upset. I I was only upset because it's one of those things where, you know, I I figured that he was going to return. I even messaged you that day. I'm like, CM Punk's coming tonight. Don't worry, that's your birthday gift, right? You I knew, delivered. I knew you he delivered. was going to be there. I delivered, right? I knew he was going to come out. I knew that was going to happen. I was I was just, uh, you know, just a bit sad about it. But as soon as I saw all the videos afterwards on social media of Seth just igniting, I actually cracked a smile on my face. I'm like, you know, Seth, you are such a genius. You've already set up a match that I, I want to see just because I know you can deliver and bring out the best in Punk on that scale. Uh, and one thing I noticed about Punk, I don't know about you, but didn't he look a lot more in shape in his WWE debut than he did at his AEW debut? He did look in very good shape. I, I did notice he has aged, which we all do. I mean, of course, this looks like grain my beard for some reason, but uh, <laughs> he looked very fit, but he looked he loved it. He loved the attention. Oh, yeah. He ate it all up. He, is it, <laughs> I, I said, it's in Chicago. How could you not bring him out in Chicago? And it was such, it was, I thought nothing could top his AW debut. This topped it. This topped it. And him coming out on, on the next Monday Night Raw and having his conversation there. I don't know if there's many that are better, better on the mic than him, honestly. He is really good at what he does. He's crap. And, you know what? I, I'm I'm beyond excited. I got lots of plans, but I gotta ask you now. You know, I tell you a story to get to another story. So, so first of all, okay. So I have plans for CM Punk, but I gotta ask you because one thing is bothering me. So before we make our CM Punk plan, why can't they just let Damian Priest cash in and get his belt? Why did they stop that at Survivor Series? Because he was so close. Fully agree. Fully agree. And what a pop that would have been. Like that would have. But you know what? Actually, now thinking about it, it would have cheapened his his championship win. Because everybody's at a high from Damian Priest's win, and then it gets trumped by CM Punk's entrance. And Randy so Orton. Maybe. And, Randy, and Orton. Randy Orton. Like, we can't forget, and Orton looked terrific, man. Holy smokes. He was jacked. And he he was he, not a he bit doesn't of age. on him. He doesn't age. He doesn't age. <laughs> He does an age. He's better shaped than most 30-year-olds. Yeah. I, I messaged my buddies. I'm like, if I'm a quarter of what Orton is, 
at his age, I'm going to be a happy man. <laughs> Dude, if I'm that, a quarter of what Randy Orton phenomenal. is at any age, I'd be a happy yeah. <laughs> man. So, okay. So I'll, I'll accept what you're saying that that would have, that would have taken it away. We know he's cashing it in and we know he's going to win a belt. We, we got that much. So is he going to defeat Seth Rollins eventually for the, whatever heavyweight belt, whatever that one's called the heavyweight belt. It's called. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see uh, a cash-in on Roman Reigns. I don't think that's even in the realm of possibilities. Um, they're just they're just letting him stick with that belt. They're really trying to shatter all the records or whatever. I've, I've actually forgotten about that belt entirely, uh, the Universal Championship. Um, so Seth, in my eyes, is the only World Championship belt in WWE because it's actually defended on a regular basis and is carried by someone worthy of being called champion. So, um, yeah, I think he's he's going to go for a cash-in, but I don't know if he's going to get it right now with, with Rollins. I don't think... I think it'll be an unsuccessful cash-in because CM Punk's coming in red hot. And I think he's just going to, you know, rocket right past everyone in, in line. And I think they're going to stick the belt on him soon. Well, I got some plans for CM Punk. Are you ready for them? Bring them on. So let's say the Triple H is listening to me in my mind. He will not put the 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 second night feature match as Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. He will not do that. The story's been told. It's done to death. We're going to move past that, okay? So here's how we're going to do this. Seth Rollins, CM Punk are going to have a feud. They're going to have one match, two match. On the third match, CM Punk's going to win. Both are going to be, it's going to be some sort of death match of some sort. And CM Punk is so out. Then Damien Breeze comes in, cashes his win, cashes the win on there, and he's going to beat CM Punk after CM Punk just took the belt. They're going to pull like they did, uh, like they've done the one before, you know? That's how Eo Sky won her belt, right? So, I ultimately envision there's only one guy who can take out Roman Reigns, and that's CM Punk. I want to see Roman Reigns and CM Punk in the worst way possible. (laughs) And I want to hear both of the theme songs, and that will make me a happy man. So, are you in for that? I'm in for that. You know, I talked about some, I, I thought up some of the dream matches as well. And it's funny how similar ours are, where it starts off with a feud with Roman Reigns. Um, it, Oh, sorry, with Seth uh, Rollins. With Seth Rollins. Yep. That's the start. Then he rockets by Cody trying to finish his story that's been ongoing. It's like the book that never ends. And, uh, and he's going to rocket right by him. He's going to go take out... He'll, he'll lose to, I think, Rollins. Go take out Roman because he's on that caliber. WrestleMania-type quality match. Yeah, I'd, I'd want to see that match. Absolutely. He gets it. Cody gets jealous. Maybe a heel turn for Cody, I think, would be nice and refreshing because Cody's as a face. I'm I'm bored of it. But again, I'm not their average consumer. I'm beyond I'm bored, bored of it also. It. I'm, I'm with you there. I think a heel turn in a few months would help change something in him, start up his own faction, maybe something with even with Randy, dude, legacy, you know, 2.0, right? But spin that. And then you can have something along the lines of 
you know, you seem to always go after what I started. I started one company, you arrived there. I'm going after this belt, you arrived there. And they could just spin it and make it something pretty grand and make them both main event players. Uh, because CM Punk, like I said, he's going to rocket by everybody. They're going to slap a belt on him in no time because he's going to move merch. I feel bad for guys like LA Knight who've been grinding and top sales in merch for so long who are just going to get, you know, basically knocked off the map because of CM Punk's return. That's why they got invented North American championships. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. So, you know, they, they have, they have these things, but unfortunately with CM Punk's return, a lot of the guys are going to get knocked out of the radar really quick. And I think you, you know, with guy and they're phenomenal talents. Don't get me wrong. Guys like LA Knight, Drew McIntyre, Cody, these guys all got to watch. Jay Uso, he's got to watch too. I'm I'm a fan of Jay. I think he's he's got some a lot of potential there. He's worked amazingly for the company for the last two or three years with the whole Bloodline story and everything. He's due for a championship run. But a lot of these guys now with Punk's return, it's gonna get they're gonna get knocked out because Punk doesn't have a lot of time left let's be honest he's 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 older he's not going to be performing every night so it's going to be if if and when he gets his title run it'll be a short one but it'll be a sweet one and i'd love to see him rattle can the belt with that x as well and see what happens what wwe would react i think it all these little digs at your competitor i think will add up and help help bring over more of that audience, you know? So I I can definitely see a run in CM Punk's future. I just feel bad for him, uh, for guys who've been, you know, giving up so much of their body, so much of their time to carry WWE in one of, I'd say one of the most boring times that they're going to all get sidelined right now. But, well, at least, yeah. at least it brings interest again, and um, it does. And 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 I am seeing this image very clearly that he will beat Rollins. CM Punk will beat Rollins for the belt again. Damian Priest is going to cash in. So where this is going to lead to is one of the most exciting Royal Rumbles of all time. I bet you it's going to be the most heavily watched one of all time for sure, and the one with the most amount of hits on social media. Your final two competitors at the at, at the Royal Rumble will be CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. Oh baby. All right. You see where I'm going with this. Now, like the question is, does CM Punk beat Cody Rhodes outright to face Roman Reigns? Or do they eliminate each other at the exact same time? And then they're both declared co-winners. And then it's a triple threat match with Roman Reigns at, at, at WrestleMania. How do you like them Ooh. apples? That's that's a really that's a really spicy meatball there, buddy. That's you can that's see both. Sweet. You can see both happening. Right? I can, I can see, I can definitely see both happening. Yes. I think, yeah, definitely, man. I think if you were to do the triple, the triple threat match, I think would work out best. I think that'll be, a, you'll have a lot of eyes on it because you don't know which way it's gonna go. It leaves the door open for, because CM Punk's not a face. He's not a heel. He's like Austin, right? He's, you know. It depends what what he feels like that day, um, but it would create good opportunities for character development and change. But and I, it's, it's just 
Yeah, go ahead. And I like this idea of the faction you were mentioning, but I'd give CM Punk a faction, bring Daniel Garcia over from AWWE, have him part of Punk's crew, and he has they're all taped up like CM Punk. That could be fun. And also how to transition CM Punk into more of a manager type role. Just saying. So so one thing that I'd like to point out is uh, if you recall, FTR from AEW, one of my favorite tag teams, they've filed for the name CMFTR. So with them potentially, you know, coming loose from AEW in the next couple of years, that faction, because they were a faction in, in AEW, that faction could also start up. And I'm a huge fan of FTR and I would I would watch that. They're all you, buddy. I'm more of a Big Bill, uh, <laughs> Ricky Starks, Starks kind of guy. So, but hey, you know what? Whatever floats your boat. But uh, uh, look, there's a lot of options of what we're going to be able to do here for certain. I mean, look, you give me CM Punk and Gunther, I'd watch that. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you just you think about where you can go with this. But at the end of the day, when it all comes out, when you close my eyes, I'm like, give me a competitor for Roman Reigns for the belt. I can't see anybody else right now than CM Punk. Done. They finally got the juggernaut that can take him down. You know, we've had discussions in, on our previous podcast. For those that follow us, thank you so much. Um, and if you go back and you listen to them, we've had so many times where we're like, I don't see anybody that could take out Roman right now. Like, there's, they're not building anyone up strong enough. Well, there you go, folks. Triple H did a fantastic job, brought in somebody who can take him down, somebody the fans will get behind right away and get that belt moving. So, and that's what that belt needs to do because it's it's so stale, it's it's so irrelevant right now in my opinion that it's just you know, it's it's a loss for WWE. It's it's kind of embarrassing. Except when he walks out and that music plays and you put up the one, that's the fun part. But other than that, yeah. it is. I we've, I hear we, you, we've but done it's, this, we've done with prestige. Cuz cuz he, cuz he he's not around. That's all there is to it. Like he's not around. Yeah. He's not around. Like, he's not around. So let's stay tuned. Uh, Randy Orton, you know what? Before his time is done, I bet you he'll have at least one more belt. Maybe the Intercontinental. I could see See, I could see him taking down Guther. Like, now they have somebody. Oh, yeah. Who could the Jimmy take down Guther finally, you know? Randy Orton versus Gunther at WrestleMania? Sign me up. Yeah, I agree. That would be a great match to see. You've got the experience and the power going one-on-one -on -one with each other. It would be a really great match. Fans, send in your comments. Who do you want to see CM Punk face in WWE? Who's your dream matchup? One that you have never seen before, and now you get this opportunity. You can put anybody in the ring with him. Who would it be? And send your comments. Hit the like button. Subscribe. And stay tuned for next week. We're going to start a two-part series on our top faces and heels. And next week will be the top five faces in wrestling. We're allowed to include WWE and AEW in this one. He's JP. I'm Jonathan. This is Professional Wrestling, the podcast.